What's up, Atlanta? How are you? Thanks for coming today. We appreciate it. Who has the first question? Dana, I, uh, I hate to start with somebody that's not here, but obviously it's pretty noticeable that John Jones isn't in the building. So yeah. can you give us an update on, on what happened there and what your John Jones is he's here. He's just sick. He's in his room. He's sick. And uh, I know none of us give him the benefit of the doubt, including me. Um, but Holly can attest to that he is sick. He is legitimately sick. He has food poisoning or something. or They don't know. But Fair shit enough. happens. Fair enough. Thanks. I want to ask Maheta then. Uh, Maheta, what are your thoughts on, on John not being here? I mean, do you buy this supposedly the legitimate excuse that he's sick right now? Or does Come on, would Holly home lie? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I'm here. This is more important. Fair enough, but I'll just follow up with Mahetta. You wanted this fight badly, now that you got it, can you tell us why you're the, the man that's finally going to beat John Jones? Yeah, I, I'm very excited for, for, for the fight. Um, I will shock the world. Well, thank you. I'll go to Ben Askren if I could. Uh, ben, you weren't supposed to be here, but uh, you got invited, you, you lobbied to be here. Uh, why was it so important for you to be here? And... <laughs> why was it so important for you to be here? And uh, tell us where your opponent is. Why, why is he not here? Well, so first and foremost, I was invited. I had my plane ticket in my uh, email. And then I get a call and says, hey, George doesn't want to show up for work. We're not going to need you anymore. And listen, I don't give a damn if George has reservations to the IHOP and doesn't want to come to work, I'm not missing an opportunity. Thanks, Ben. I wanted to go to Jacques Array, if we could, please. Uh, Jacques Array, you said that uh, you had been promised a title shot. Now, I know your opponent has changed, but do you still feel like you'll be getting a title shot with a win here? And is there any chance you think you could jump ahead of the winner of uh, Gaspolum and Adesanya this weekend? Jacaria, você é, parecia ter sido prometido uma, uma disputa de título com a luta que viria e agora mudou seu oponente. Você acha que você não vai merecer uma disputa de título se por acaso você vencer essa luta? Yes, I, I deserve a title shot, but I need to win this fight. I, I was ready to fight against Romero, but he got pneumonia. I wish I could recover from him, but... I will beat this guy, man. I know his stuff. Uh, I respect his, uh, his, his skill. But he's not in the, I'm not too happy because he's not a top 10. But uh, the pro, I, had, I had the problems. The, the UFC promised me if I win this fight, I will fight for the third shot. Then I right, McMahon, Hunter, I wish. And uh, come true. Thanks, Jack Ray. And then just lastly for Jack, if I could please, I know you've been, you know, campaigning for a spot like this, fighting to be here. Give me, give me an idea of what your emotions are like right now, sitting among all these superstars of the sport, and, you know, if you think this is the beginning of something big for you. It's great to be here in this uh, good company, and I'm super excited for the fight and looking forward to make the most out of it. 
A uh, question for Tyron. Uh, it's a quick turnaround for you since a disappointing performance against Kamara Usman. Was that the mindset in taking this fight, a rematch, just to get back on the horse as soon as you can? No, I'm just trying to get my belt back. That was the mindset. So let's do Robbie again. Let's do it. Fair enough. I think I did it right where you're standing at the last time, right? All right. And a question for Amanda. Uh, double champion, you're considered by many uh, as one of the, or if not the greatest woman fighter ever. What does defeating Holly Holm do for your legacy? Keep making history, you know? <laughs> Holly's the, the only champion, former champion, that I know beat here. She's gonna be the next. And a uh, question for Henry. Um, a great fight ahead of you. But uh, obviously your last opponent, TJ Dillashaw, just failed uh, USADA test. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. First of all, before I, uh, before I answer that question, is like it's, it's so beautiful to be in the beautiful city of Atlanta. Yeah. Home of the 1996 Olympics. Yeah. And having the Olympic champ here. How's that? Because I just don't feel like I say it enough. Now let's, uh, now let's get back to TJ. For TJ, he's getting it, guys. I think, I think now that it came out, like he's paying, he's paying for it. And I think he's feeling it, man. So even for me, man, like I'm, I'm over it. Um, he's gonna have to live with it. And, and that's it, that's all there is to it. I still took him out in 32 seconds too, Marvin. You're gonna have to do it, man. You're gonna have to fight me. <laughs> not, only, not, not only am I gonna take you out, but I'm taking this belt back to Brazil and I'm gonna celebrate with my Brazilians, baby. I'm gonna silence the message, my friend. No more gold medal, no more every fight with the, with the belt. That's it, man. That's all. You see, June 8th, I'm gonna knock you out. You ain't, you ain't knocking anybody out. You're, you're, like I told you, like I told you, Demetrius Johnson on my left, TJ on my right, Marlon Marais here on my waist, baby. You see, you see June 8th, you see June 8th. June 8th, you're gonna talk with my hands and my legs, you see, buddy. You guys will see, man. I am not gonna allow this company, Dana White, to have somebody that looks like Mr. Clean and talks like Michael Jackson. Don't worry, don't worry, my friend. I'm gonna handle this very well. I did not get that from Ali. Ali did not tell me that. Yes, you did. And a uh, question for Francis. Um, after your last fight against Kane, I think a lot of people thought you were in that title conversation. Does a win over Junior Dos Santos just cement that? Yes. Um, after the last fight, I thought I was going to get a, uh, the title fight uh, back, but it didn't happen. So I don't know why. But uh, I'm so happy to have the fight uh, against Junior, you know. He, he doesn't have the belt, but we all know that he's, he's a charm. And uh, it looks like, he fight like. Uh, we all have been seeing him come, uh, since when he came back. He looks like a charm. And uh, I'm going to take the win against him. I'm gonna have, I finally have my chance to fight against him. Um, yes, to make the fight that should happen two years ago. And uh, I think after this, there will, not, there will not be no issues, uh, no issue for the belt. After this, we're just going to talk about the belt because it's the only thing that will make sense right now. Thank you.
one through. Uh, off the top here, uh, after UFC 235, you were pretty keen on doing Robbie and Ben again. How did we end up here with Robbie and Tyron rematch? Shit, I don't even remember. You know, so much different stuff has gone on back and forth, you know, with matchmaking. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember how we ended up here, but we did. And uh, I'm happy with where we are. Two great fights. Are you at all disappointed you aren't fighting Ben? And what do you think about rematching Tyron? Uh, no, I'm not too worried about what happened in the past. It's all about getting better, uh, working on my skills. And uh, this is a big fight, um, main event in Minneapolis. I'm excited to uh, fight and uh, try to whoop somebody's butt. For sure. And for Anthony Smith. Uh, Anthony, I know you had said when you first accepted this fight, you know, maybe a little quick, too quick of a turnaround, you're still kind of reeling from the loss to John. How are you feeling now that we're getting closer to the fight, you're in training camp and everything? Oh, man, I'm good. Uh, to be honest with you, that's why none of us actually tell you guys the fucking truth, because then you guys use it against us. Uh, I didn't want to, I wasn't ready to fight. Like, they called the Tuesday after Saturday. Like, I still had one eye swelled shut. Like, it was, that was the last thing I was thinking about. But I knew that in a couple weeks, uh, I would have regretted missing that opportunity, and I'm feeling good. I'm back in the flow. I'm back in Denver, um, and, and, and things are going well. I'm still sharp. I'm still, I'm still feeling good. I'm ready to get my spot back. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be here and, and ready to fight if, if it's not what I wanted to do. I want to fight Alexander Gustafson, that, and I've wanted to for a long time. I like the matchup, and he's a legend of the division, and that's a win that I need uh, on my record, and, and that's what I'm here to do. Dana, I'm curious the stakes of this fight between Alexander and Anthony. I believe they're the number one and two ranked contenders at 205. Uh, I'm sure they want to fight John again. What does this fight really mean? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a big deal for both guys, you know, uh, to be in that position where they both are right now and to get a win definitely doesn't suck. So we'll see when the fight happens, what's going on, and what's next. Well, and for Junior Dos Santos, I know you were awaiting the birth of your son and kind of uh, not wanting to fight till maybe September, August. Why are you back in July? Well, we cannot miss a good opportunity, you know. I cannot resist to that, you know. <laughs> this fight, you know, should happen in the past and it's happening now. So I'm, I'm happy, you know, to be fighting this guy. Everybody is talking about him, about his power. And for me, man, that's the, t the challenge I'm looking for. You know, I want to become the champion again and ha I have to face these guys to do that. Cool. And just lastly for Kevin Lee, you're moving up to welterweight for this one. Uh, a lot of other lightweights have been moving up, had a lot of success. Why are you making this jump now, and how do you feel you'll perform differently in this weight class? I mean, the time, it just seemed right for it. Uh, you see a lot of other guys moving up and having more success and all this, but really I'm just focusing more on myself. I think I'll show up healthier to the fight, uh, not having to cut that extra 16 pounds, dehydrating from my brain. So uh, when they approach me with Dos Anjos, he a former world champion. I know he's going to show up to fight. I'm not taking a step back, so I'm expecting a damn good fight. I ain't getting to the UFC yet, so that's all I'm gearing for. Question for Funky Ben. Uh, I know this is the fight you wanted, Jorge. After the three-piece in the soda incident, was there any concern on your part that you weren't going to get this fight and it was going to go to Leon? Uh, you, no, I definitely thought that. I thought Leon was getting the fight for sure. Uh, and, you know, besides that, George is making excuses all, that whole week about why he didn't want to fight me. But he, he wouldn't say my name. It was like it's a little thing that he does. Uh, and George needs to know, I don't get full on a three-piece and a soda. He better bring the whole damn family meal for that night. 
If you were Leon in that situation and he came up and did that to you, what would have been your reaction? Man, I, I don't understand. Listen, and I get I'm a fighter. I don't understand people that walk up and just punch people for not really a good reason. For me, it shows two things. Number one, total lack of discipline. Like, that, that's not cool. You can't just go punch someone. So you, you lack the discipline that you get so angry, you can't control yourself, and you have to start throwing your fist. And number two, that you are not really secure with your own masculinity that you see. Oh my God, he said something. I need to go prove I'm tough. Payow, I am tough. Like, shut up, dude. Like, we get it, you're tough, you fight in a cage. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Uh, question for Amanda. So this fight is for the bantamweight belt. I'm just curious, what is your plan for featherweight? Are, do you plan to fight there again? For sure, de defend both. I'm gonna defend my belt in 135, go up to defend the 145. Before you fought Cyborg, you said your goal was pretty clear. Win that fight, you'd be the greatest female fighter in UFC history. Now that you've done it, and I think you did it better than anybody expected, what are your goals at this point? What is left for you? Honestly, you know, my next, I think about Holly now, and then we'll see you next. Uh, my the rematch? Why not? Let's see this. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Thank you. And last thing from me, for Holly, uh, you have been in this spot before, this exact same spot, more or less, going against a champion in this division that people feel is unbeatable. Uh, does this feel familiar at all? I feel like there's, there's familiar feelings with being the underdog in, in a lot of different times throughout my career, but each fight is different. I don't ever want to compare them too closely because then I feel like I'm living back then. And I'm a different fighter now than I was back then. This is a different challenge, this is a different fighter. So, um, and as far as being the underdog, a lot of people ask me about that, if you know, it fuels me to be the underdog, and it does. Not because I'm technically trying to prove everybody wrong, but it's just, it's that challenge for me. And I wanna show everybody I can do it, I wanna show myself I can do it. You know, the, the greater the challenge, the greater the reward. And I'm a different fighter than she's faced, and so I'll be there and I'll be ready. The funny, the funny thing about, about this is I also was always the underdog. And this, the, this fight is going to be very interesting. Right. My question is for Ben, right here. Um, we saw some unfortunate trash talking on Twitter last week, and I'm curious if you have a limit for your trash talking and what that limit is. Well, I, I don't attack uh, wives or families or religions. That being said, unless uh, the boss thinks it looks bad on the UFC, I think they're grown men and they need to deal with the repercussions. So I, I guess in that situation, I believe in freedom of speech for them to say whatever the hell they want. And if there's negative re repercussions for themselves, they got to deal with it. They're adults. Right. Now, I have a question for Dana, but he wandered off. I'll answer. <laughs> I got you. I'm going to answer your question. No, no, she's asking you, and I was going to answer for you. That's all right. What do you got? I'm curious if you have an update on Cyborg and the featherweight division. What, what's the question? If you have an update on Cyborg, Cyborg. is she going to be fighting again? Yeah, yeah, she'll fight again. We're, 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 uh, we're working on that now. Yeah, Cyborg will fight again. We'll get her a fight here soon. And there will be a featherweight division? Yes. Well, there's champ sitting right here, yeah. Okay. And she just said she wants to defend her title, so okay. yes. 
They're over here. <laughs> uh, quick one for you, Dana. Yeah. Um, right here to your right. Hey. You up? once uh, kind of famously said that uh, John Jones wouldn't headline another card, and uh, you've clearly passed that. But to put him on an international fight week, and maybe it's not the best time for me to ask this as he's missing this press conference because he's sick, but uh, right. are we just completely past that? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you feel something has changed in John Jones where this is a guy you can completely trust moving forward? Yeah, listen, we don't know. John Jones right now, like I said in the last press conference, is given the opportunity to you know, erase all the mistakes from the past and, and you know, one of the greatest talents ever in the history of any sport. And, um, you know, it's, it's up to him now. It's up to him whether he's going he's gonna, to uh, overcome these personal demons that he has and, and, and go out and, you know, do, do what he's so talented and, and, and so gifted. And, and will he continue to, to stay on the right path and do this? He, he is legitimately sick today. And like I said, when I opened the press conference, nobody gives him the benefit of the doubt, even me. When, when I heard he was sick, I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go again. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. That's up to John Jones. But, yeah, he's headlining, and hopefully, you know, it all works out. Well, I guess a- and quick. Brett, they put me on the card, so in case John doesn't show up at work, I got your numbers. We'll Thanks, be good. Thanks, buddy. You have a second headliner on the card, yeah. Uh, I guess just as a follow-up to that, though, just to kind of get an, an idea of, like, does that conversation even come up? Like, like when you're booking him to, to main event, International Fight Week, do you even consider it at this no. point, or is it just... No. Listen, he's been busy, he's been active, and uh, he wants to stay active. He wants to uh, continue to stay in the gym and fight. So I, th- that's a good place for John Jones. So if we can keep him busy, we will. Ben, uh, I wanted to ask you a question, and I'm, I'm disappointed that George isn't here because you shared a story once with me ab- about George, yeah. and I- I'm just wondering, uh, I want to get both sides of it, but for the record, you and George have shared the mats on a, uh, at yeah, a gym Yeah, I before. believe in uh, December of 2008, correct. Well, can you tell me how that went? Well, you know, there's some guys, and I, well, this is where there's wrestling MMA, you grab a hold of them, and they're just not strong at all. And you think, there is no way on God's green earth this guy could do anything to me. It's totally impossible. I will do whatever I want to this person. I will dominate them. I will humiliate them. And when I grabbed George, even though I was only two months into my MMA career with no fights, that's how I felt about him. I can't assume that's very much different. When we track him down and, and ask him if that story is true, what do you think he's going to say? I, uh, he's a habitual liar, so I'm sure he will recount it differently. <laughs> A uh, quick one for uh, Rafael. Just your thoughts on welcoming Kevin Lee to the uh, welterweight division, if you think it's a good home for him. And, and because he's coming up from another division, what do you think a win over Kevin Lee does for your career? Yeah, we, uh, I was trying to work on different options with uh, different fights for, for me for my next fight. But none of them work. We try. We were like in negotiation with Nick Diaz, uh, Masvidal, and Masvidal's fighting Ben now. And the fight with Nick didn't work out. And Kevin Lee is a guy that he was on top five on lightweight division. And Sean told me he needs to put some fight that makes sense for me. And and you know you're welcome i'm, I'm, com- I'm coming welcome. off from, from two losses uh but you know I, I only got two losses on this division for the champion and for the former uh, and for interim champion too and kevin lee coming up you know tough guy you know i'm, I'm sure he's gonna 
bring it, and we have fun fight. And then one for uh, Anthony. Anthony, I saw in another interview that Alex had mentioned that if he can't beat you, maybe he doesn't have it anymore, almost indicating that he, he may give it up if he can't beat somebody of your caliber. What did you make of those, those statements? <laughs> um, you know, when you, when you read it in print, it sounds like shit. But if you actually listen to the interview, uh, man, I don't think he's really taking a shot at me. I think he's probably in a similar place to a lot of people. He's trying to figure out where his career's at. You know, he's had a, several shots at the title and hasn't been able to get it done. And if he can't hang around at the top of the division, which is where I'm at, uh, you know, maybe the, there's other things out there. I, that said, I think that a lot of people in the division are having a hard time getting used to guys like me and Tiago hanging out at the top of the division, you know? Like, there, it's kind of been the same for a long time, and we kind of came in and shook shit up. And, and I think people are having a hard time getting used to that. Question for Rose. Hello. Hey, Rose. Straight ahead over oh. here. Okay. Uh, last time you were in Atlanta was when you suffered your, your last loss before going on this run and being champion. I'm, I'm just wondering, is this the first time that you're back here? Yeah. What's the difference between that Rose and the one sitting in front of us today? Uh, well, I'm in a Serena and with Pat with me, so that's the biggest difference uh he was missing from my camp so like i was i felt like i was missing a leg or something missing my heart <laughs> right yeah um and i'm just curious when do you go to brazil how early will you go there to get acclimated uh i feel like if you need to get acclimated you're not ready so i'll be there monday or tuesday i think yeah. oh really okay yeah. so no uh week in advance or anything like that nah Okay. Yeah, just we're on a mission. We're getting in and out. Fair. And just one last thing for you. Uh, Michelle Waterson just won. She is uh, campaigning hard for a title shot. There's Nina Ansaroff and Tatiana Suarez fighting. Who do you think is that next person? I, I'm not asking you to look past Jessica, but there seems to be a jockeying of position right now. Yeah, um, I think they're all impressive. Uh, definitely, you know, Michelle, I think it, it'll just depend on how the fight with Tatiana and Nina goes. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for the, to, to watch that. Um, but right now, just, yeah, like, you know, I know you said not to look past them, but, yeah, I'm just focusing on my fight. Okay. And a question for Jessica as well. Uh, when this fight was announced, a lot of people were surprised that Rose agreed to go to Brazil to fight you, considering you are Brazilian. Were you surprised? When this fight was announced, many people were surprised that Rose accepted to go to Brazil lutar contigo, você se surpreendeu também? Com certeza, acho que foi foi muita surpresa para mim, né? Eu nunca imaginei que eu pudesse ter essa chance e que a Rose me daria essa chance de disputar o cinturão dentro de casa, né? Faz mais de três anos que eu não luto no Brasil e, poxa, para mim é alegria lutar em casa, na minha cidade, aonde eu treino, com a minha família. Eu só tenho que agradecer a Rose e espero que ela seja muito bem tratada lá no Brasil, porque eu acho que esse é o carinho e o amor que os brasileiros têm pelos lutadores. E a hora que a gente entra lá dentro, nós somos lutadoras, né? Nós não somos adversários, nós não somos inimigas, né? Nós apenas vamos lá fazer o nosso trabalho. Yes, I was very surprised that I got the offer to be able to fight in Brazil. It's been three years since I fought in Brazil. And I was more surprised that uh, Rose took, gave me the opportunity to be able to do this. You know, I hope she's very well treated in Brazil. At the end of the day, 
we're fighters, we're not enemies, and I, I really thank her and the OVC for the opportunity. Okay, um, and for Kevin. I spoke to you, Ally Quinta recently um, about you moving up to 170, and he kind of dismissed you and said that you're done as a, a fighter now, that's why you have to go up, and I'm wondering if you, you heard those comments and if you had a retort. Yeah, I mean, I hear that from a lot of my fans. Uh, Al still is my biggest fan, and it's, it's, it's getting a little weird at this point. Uh, for me, you know, there are a lot of big fights still to be had at lightweight. Uh, me and Khabib still going to have a date. Uh, me and Connor is definitely still going to be out there. But now I, I'm focusing more on, on going up, being healthy, showing up for a real fight. Uh, and then now I'm at 170. So, you know, even Usman, I've been kind of eyeing a little bit too. So we'll, we'll see. There's a lot of big fights out there. Um, and it's a lot of options. And I like options more than anything. Okay, just a couple more. I just wanted to ask Anthony a quick question about uh, Luke Rockhold moving up to 205. Uh, oh, you don't have to see me, it's okay. He was uh, dismissive of your performance against yeah, John. Yeah, that guy's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck Luke Rockhold. The first opportunity I get, I'm gonna drill a hole through Luke Rockhold's fucking face. I promise you guys that. Regardless of what happens in this fight, is that who you want next? The, the first opportunity I get after this fight, doesn't matter what happens. I'll fight Luke Rockhold one fucking leg. I'm gonna beat that dude's fucking ass. And uh, for Alex, did you see Anthony's fight against John? And if so, what did you make of, you, you obviously know John very well, what did you make of how he fought him? Well, it was a good fight and, uh, you know, the, he fought well. It was a five-rounder, uh, a tough fight, but uh, I think, you know, he, John is John. He's a tough guy for, for us all. So, you know, he did what he, what he could do, you know, and, and he hung out there and, and, and gave John five rounds. So, what's a good watch, uh, fight to watch? Okay. Uh, Dana, if I could ask you two questions. June 22nd in South Carolina, there isn't a main event for that one. Do you have an update on that? No, but we're working on it. That's, that's, that's one we're working on right now. Okay. And when do you expect to announce Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar? That, seriously, that, that, that fight isn't even in the, in, in, the, in the works. That fight isn't even in the works. That fight might not even happen first. I know. Yeah, that's what Cormier said, too. Could, what happened? Nothing happened. We haven't even talked to Brock. So he's not, there's a chance he might not fight again? Yeah, no, I, I don't know if he'll fight again, but I, I, uh, we don't want to have a date for him right now. First, the first fight might be Stipe. Okay. Yeah. When do, you, when do you hope to make that decision? I don't know, uh, yeah. We gotta wait for Cormier. Cormier went back in the gym, I think two weeks ago, and uh, did a light workout. You know, he's still not healthy. So as soon as he's healthy to fight, we can make a decision on, uh, you know, when we would do him and Mastipe. But just curious, did something happen with Brock, or did he have a change of heart? Nothing happened. I mean, that was what we wanted to do, but Brock and I have, hadn't even talked. I haven't even talked to Brock. Are you planning on talking to him soon? Uh, like I said, many times when Brock Lesnar's ready, he'll call me. Okay, thank you. I just want to follow up with Alex, please. Alex, do you want to clarify those comments? Because I think a lot of people did say, you know, think that you were suggesting you, you were on a different level than Anthony. Do you want to clarify what, what you meant by that? No, I'm here to, be, to fight the best and to beat the best. And if I can't do that, 
And I don't know. That's what I meant with that, uh, with that interview. Uh, Anthony's a tough dude, and uh, he comes to fight, and I'm here to fight, so I can't wait to give him an, an welcome into Stockholm, 1st of June. Thank you, Alex. Hey, just a quick follow-up for Jessica as well. Uh, Jessica, obviously Rose famously you know, had to beat the champ twice. With her coming to your backyard for this challenge, do you feel like if you beat her, you're going to have to beat her a second time or that she deserves a second chance at you? A Rose teve que é, vencer a campeã duas vezes. Agora, chegando aqui, lutando no seu quintal, você acha que você merece essa chance aí? Olha, quando a Rose lutou com a Joana, lá em casa foi tipo a Copa do Mundo, né? Todo mundo torcendo para a Rose. Vai, Rose, vai! Quando ela ganhou, foi melhor ainda. Então, eu torci muito por ela, ela venceu, se tornou a nova campeã e agora eu tenho essa chance de poder lutar em casa, né? Eu acredito que eu mereço sim essa chance, até ela mesmo já disse que eu merecia. Então, a gente vai entrar lá dentro e dar o nosso melhor, a gente, a gente é as melhores. Então, vamos entrar lá, fazer um show e trazer todo esse público do Brasil lá para dentro daquela arena que vai ferver o negócio. You know, when um, Rose fought... Joanna, at, at my house, it was like a, a World Cup game. Everybody routing for, for Rose, and everybody was really happy. And I think it's great now that we're two of the best in, in the division. I think I really deserve this chance. Hey, so lastly, for me, for Marlon, um, throughout your career, you've been a, a pretty calm, you know, even-tempered guy. And for whatever reason, there seems to be a lot of tension going into this fight. I guess you just talk about if, if this is different than any other fight that you've gone into. And if you're concerned at all with how that might affect your performance, I mean, we know when guys fight emotional, sometimes it ends up not being a, a great thing. Not at all. I'm ready, and that's the biggest fight of my life. And that's time to become a champion. That's it. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Like I'm telling you, you're next, dude. You're next. You're next. And again, guys, it's so beautiful. Next to knock Atlanta, you out. It's so beautiful. Thank you guys for hosting the Olympic champ. Thank you. Another question from Marlon. Uh, we saw what happened with TJ Dillashaw. It's taken a long time for another contender to emerge. It's been the same four guys fighting for this title for about two, three years. What was your reaction when you saw that news? I, I was shocked, you know. Uh, but a lot of people, they were all talking about this. And I hopefully the UFC now and USADA work together. That's from the fighters, Dana, I'm asking you and USADA to really test us all, you know, keep testing and, and not just for certain substance, for all substance. That's, that's really, really dangerous. You fight somebody and, and using EPO, you know, it's, it's very dangerous. And I hopefully this gets better and that's it. Henry, knowing what we know now, are, is your victory even more impressive? Absolutely, and everybody that said that the fight was stopped early, I mean, guys, the dude was on some, the dude was on some sauce, man. I killed him, and that's the beauty thing about it. Like every fight that I've had has been has been two of the greatest fighters of of you know of this generation, and I respect Marlon. I think Marlon's a, I, I can even say I'm a I'm a fan of his style. I mean, the guy is dangerous, but that's what that's another reason why I want to knock the block off his head for that reason. You're next, man. You're next. It's not happening. It's not happening. You're next. How, Believe how the hype. How are you going to knock Believe me out? Believe in the cringe judo. Believe in it. How are you going to knock me out? Tell me, please. How are you going to finish me? Hey, uh, Dana, what have you got to do down? to get uh, Mr. Nowitzki to visit Marlon's manager? Because he said on Twitter he knows for sure at least five people who are using EPO. 
Can we send like the DEA over there or Nowitzki or somebody to interrogate that man? Yeah, that listen, I, I, I don't like getting into the whole drug testing thing. I leave that up to Nowitzki, but yeah, I was shocked to find out that they weren't testing for EPO. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Dana, there's a lot of welterweights up here. Um, you've got Kevin, RDA. Uh, you've said that RDA is a guy that if you can beat him, it proves a lot to you. That's how Kamaru got the title shot. Would that really move Kevin Lee up the standings if he can beat RDA? And is the performance of all six of the gentlemen involved in these welterweight fights going to determine who's going to be next? Well, of course. I mean, that, that's how it pretty much works. Um, yeah, RDA's a stud. I respect him a lot. And, and if you can go in and you know, you beat RDA. You know, it was, it was all about the timing for that fight, too. When Usman took that fight, how he won, he looked impressive. Because we all know that I wasn't always impressed with Usman his entire career. And he completely turned it around. And I saw it in the RDA fight. I got you. I got you. Uh, also for Kevin, you've talked about how well you do against Khabib. Uh, ben Askren is also a great grappler. How do you think you'd fare against him at welterweight? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the options out there. Uh, I said, I want to compete against the best. So if Ben and, and me end up beating, then that'd be some fun. Uh, you know, he's got the curly hair going on, so I, 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 might be, uh, I might be interested in that. That's a good little clash of styles. Um, but right now, I think RDA, he's definitely a deserving of my full attention. Uh, he definitely going to get that. Um, the last fight, even you bringing up Ally Quinta and all that, it's like, you know, I, I felt like I had a lot more in that fight. So the judges took that one from me. I'm going to make sure I keep them up out of this one. And uh, I'm going to go and put it on them. I'm not taking a step back. So I'm going to show some real violence. One time, once upon a time in Milwaukee, a young Kevin Lee showed up at Duke Rufus Gym. Yes. And uh, Duke said, hey, there's this young kid. Can you, can you work out with them? And it was just too easy to take him down. I started feeling really guilty about it. So I let up for well, the no, 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 look, look, look. Let's tell the it's story okay. right. You've been doing good since then, Let's Kevin. tell the story right. right. Your stand-up was so bad that I was like, I didn't want to hit you that hard. Uh, and you went full blast on a double leg as I'm, like, touching you. Let's tell the story. If you're going to tell the story, speak some truth. If yeah, I you know guilty. Me, you know I feel me, guilty about what I was doing Speak facts. Facts when you see it. That's right. You've been doing a good job since then. But I did feel guilty. That day, I felt guilty. I didn't want to disappoint Duke by not having you come back. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Like you said, I was a young, young Kevin Lee, so I, I learned a lot. That's, that's going to be fun. One I more mean, question. We got yeah. time for him. Go ahead, buddy. Ooh. Hey, Dana. It's the Schmo. Ooh. Nice to see you. You look good. Thanks, buddy. It seems buddy. like a lot of your 155ers are making the jump to welterweight. And a lot of your welterweights are coming down to 155. What's it going to take to get a 165-pound weight division? Maybe a Grand Prix started end of summer, early fall. A lot of the top guys here would put their names in the hat. And a lot of the people want to see it. And when I say people, I mean the schmo. What do you think? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it's not going to happen, Schmo. Sorry. Dana, let me remind you this. 27-0, 20-0, USA, Russia, Mian Khabib's back. I know. You tried Wherever to sell me want. on that one before. I heard that one before. Listen, I'm Thanks for coming, everybody. We appreciate it. Have a great day.